Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for think that would apply to, I mean, so you remember at the beginning of our conversation, you were talking about how there's certain markers, like there's things that you can objectively see. And to me, that's an absolute truth. But gosh, we do not live in a time frame where people want to believe there are absolute truths. You know, this uh, past Sunday, I played bass guitar with um, my guitarist. And uh, he said, I want you to practice on the sharps. Instead of hitting a C and a D, I want you to hit C sharp, D sharp. And I'm like, oh, gosh. So I went home and practiced. And we played Sunday in all sharps. Everything was all sharps. The paper said C and D, but I had to hit C sharp, D sharp. And we played, and it was wonderful, and it fit him. Because he couldn't sing low enough. I needed to come up a little bit to a sharp so he could get a little more in his range. And he could tell I practiced. He could tell I put in the time. Now, if I didn't put in the time, I would have struggled in hitting those sharps. And he would have known. Friends, if you're saying, well, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, and I walk with Jesus, and you're not putting it into discipline, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you something. We know, and we're and that, not you know buying it. You know what you it. said, too, in that way, that because you were trying to fine-tune your, let's just say, character, although, of course, this was how you were playing. Sure. You affected somebody else. so That's true. Yep. Yes. But maybe not directly, but indirectly, because sure. you did something better, he did something better. It's and then a, yeah. here we are full circle to needing community. You yes. can't do this alone. You cannot. And it, 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 what you're talking about is called a sphere of influence. You have a sphere of influence. Everywhere you walk, there's a bubble that exceeds beyond you. But that bubble follows you everywhere you go, and you're in the center of it. And you may walk past person X in the airport. Your influence is going to affect them in some way or another. If you're at the grocery store and you're in a long line, however you're handling that long line is going to affect oh, other people. Yes. If you're yes. mad and you're upset, well, this long line is taking forever, right. or, or this soup is too salty in this restaurant. You know, you're, the people at the next table or the, in the line behind you, you're going to affect them. Mm -hmm. So how's your health, guys? How's your health? How's your spiritual health? You, well, it's my life. I can do what I want to. It's, it's only me. No, it's not just you. Mm -mm. You affect other people. It's always easier to see the other person, too. Like, yes. you're not going to notice you're the jerk in the grocery the line, line, but you're surely going to notice if the next time you go, <laughs> yes. the, the person in front of you is, like, yeah. pitching a fit. Exactly. Well, that's like uh, one of my colleagues later told me. Um, is she goes, Annie, you just, she goes, I was really worried about you. You were so gray. You were just so gray. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that at that you didn't think to, I don't know, maybe let me know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you could have let me know like, hey, I'm noticing that you look really gray. You might want to look at that, <laughs> you know. But no, it wasn't until after yeah. I started doing all the changes. She goes, oh, by the way. And I'm like, 
So I think we're like you've been talking about our society teaches us to be not only does our t- society teach us to be by ourselves and alone, but our t- society teaches us that don't say anything. Right. Keep protect the shit. other person's yeah, pr- feelings. Yeah, protect the other. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. That's what it's all about today. Protecting other people's feelings. How do they feel? Don't make them feel bad. I'm like, you know what? And that's not to say you don't need grace and mercy. Right. I mean, so. But sometimes you got to have sometimes, tough love. Yes. Sometimes you have to mercifully say maybe that's not right. no, say gracefully gracefully yeah. say yes. it say yeah. the hard thing like cloaked in love the doctor yeah. found something and he's telling you because he loves you yeah he's telling you because he cares or maybe he says i'll let, leave it up to a family member and you've got to go tell your mom or dad hey they found this thing you're not telling them to hurt them you're telling them because you have to, you have to well, the lord disciplines yeah. us because he loves us and right. that's something that i think can I don't, some people don't grasp that or understand that very well. They think it's more like, oh, God must hate me. No, 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 no. no. It's the exact Disciple is the root word of discipline. We need to always remember that. I'm a disciple of Jesus and God disciplines and you don't like it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Realize what this word is. Now, Acts 3 verse 19 says, repent. That means turn around, cut it out. Stop doing what you were doing. Stop doing this. Start doing that. Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing mm. may come from the Good presence word. of mm-hmm. the Lord. Exactly. Oh gosh, I need refreshing. Absolutely. I need refreshing, but I'm going to have to stop doing some things and I'm going to have to start doing other things. Dr. Amber is telling me here, you need to start doing this and start doing this. And it's not my place to get offended and go, who are you to tell me what I should be doing? Who are you to tell me how to live my life? Yeah, you life? weren't too happy to give up the brisket, right? That one, de- that the meat on the detox. No, we did that <laughs> detox. I'm like, you're telling a fifth generation Texan he can't have meat. <laughs> but oh, he did it, guys. But I yes. did it and I detoxed. Okay, now I'm eating brisket say, again, though. I will say, though, though on my, the other night, I'm like, I'm going to go back to vegetables. It was so much easier. <laughs> I didn't have to figure out how to, you just throw the vegetables in a pan and you're good. <laughs> Ray told me, though, and I said, I think I made a comment and maybe one of y'all's yeah. joint visits where I said, you know, I, I've been detoxing for so many years that I really don't miss the meat anymore. And he said, well, that's because you haven't had my brisket. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's Absolutely. True. That's true. If you've had my brisket, you'll be saying, I'll tell <laughs> exactly. you what, it's a whole new world over there now. So physically speaking, I repented of my old habits. I turned from doing the things that were damaging me. That was even before I lost the 70 pounds. And now my health has been refreshed the blood tests have proved it Mm -hmm. other people are now able to see it it's not just me telling you i feel fine so i'm fine you have evidence yeah in your hands that says i i see it i believe you're telling me that you made the change friends there's a lot of you out there that are saying you're this christian i i pray you are but you haven't changed anything you're still living the way you used to be and when people look at you they're not seeing it we have got to show people who jesus is and how you behave We'll show them one way or another. So I've been refreshed. My blood work proves that. I'm so glad. Your website is justlivewell.com. You know, I could have named the podcast that. Just Live Well. Welcome to Just Live Well with Ray Jensen. (laughs) That's what we're trying to tell you. We just want you to live well, guys. So if you're in um, the League City area, I believe it is. I I live in Alvin and then uh, Southeast Houston area. You go to justlivewell.com. And you could go see Dr. Amber, and she'll be real with you. And she's mm-hmm. a believer. And uh, if, you, if you've got problems, don't be afraid to confess it. Confession's where it starts. And when you hear what she tells you, she's coming from a standard that she has learned, not just experientially, 
but also with wisdom now involved in, in that, that she could tell you things to stop doing this, start doing that. Same with me as a pastor. We got things we can tell you from the standard of God's word. Stop doing this, start doing that. Because if you refuse to listen to that, you're just storing up more trouble for yourself. We just want you to live well. And build that relationship with the Lord, because um, I'm, I know you can attest when I first started talking to you, you had to really like pull things out of me because I didn't want to talk about what was going on. I just barely gave. But now I can just sit down there and go, OK, hey, this is what's going on this last week, mm-hmm. you know, because we built that relationship. And that's what Jesus wants. When you build that relationship with Jesus, it gets easier and easier to go to him and say, hey, I did this or, hey, I think I've, I've, I've got this that I did here. I, I need forgiveness. It's going to get easier the better the relationship is built. He doesn't want you to do it alone. Exactly. He doesn't. That's why we're all here. I mean, none of this should be, we don't have to, we don't have to take on these burdens by ourselves. Right. There's too many people that say, well, you don't have to go to church to get saved. Well, theologically, you're correct. You can get saved outside of a church, but now that you are, you at least need to be in an assembly of believers because you're not intended to do this by yourself and you can't. You need to be with people for accountability and also for help. Uh, because every, everybody thinks that their way is the right way. Again, it's that re- relativism. Of, mm-hmm. Oh, my truth works for me. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm sure you've heard something like this before. Somebody once told me that if you eat a candy bar, you can neutralize the candy bar by drinking a Diet Coke. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like there's a fight yeah, that goes okay. on in the stomach. And they just kill like, each other off. Gone. Yeah, it's just yeah. gone, right? Okay. It's kind of like maybe maybe they made it a math equation, like a double maybe. negative. A diet I and guess. a positive. A candy and a diet. They must kill each other, right? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great marketing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, what's your immediate reaction to that? Mine is. Did you see my eyeballs fall yeah, out? Yeah, my, I think they did. My reaction is bullcorn, but what, yeah. what, what's your professional opinion, doctor? Like, are we going to talk biochemistry for real? Well, I mean, just because you, you've, you've surely, no, no way. No Not way. only no has way. your, no your way. stomach, your intestines, yeah. your blood sugar all yeah. having to adapt from both. And then let's not, I mean, we could even have a whole conversation about <laughs> deadly food additives such as artificial sweeteners. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Poison. Um, maybe you had a particular candy bar that has peanuts in it, which actually is like pretty ridiculously high in mold content and not to mention the omega sixes compared to omega threes. Whew. That's why so, we don't so eat peanuts. Th- that's your way of saying bullcorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a good word. I've never heard that. That sounds like a very Texas word. Yeah. I'm going to take that one home I'm, with me. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, I'm the redneck reverend. <laughs> I, I wanted to add about your church thing. It's just, I love that saying. It says you don't need a parachute to jump out of a plane either, but it, but helps. it helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yes. Yeah, right. Well, okay, so the candy bar idea and the Diet Coke, I mean, that's that's baloney. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Friends, God's word says whatever you think is right, it ain't right. It's just not. You've got to get in God's word. You've got to get in God's word. I can't stress it enough. You've got to read for yourself. And I pray that the, the Bible you get out of me ain't all you're getting. You need to do more. You need to breathe on your own. I can't spoon feed you every meal you take. You have to learn to eat by yourself. But whatever you think is right is not right. Well, how do I know what's right? You got to get in God's word. You got to start reading God's word. Let him correct you. And when you start finding out in God's word, well, gosh, I never thought it was like this. Well, then make a change and turn around. Just like if you go to the doctor, the doctor says, you got to stop this and start doing that. Well, you're going to have to change. And you know, sometimes changing 
in both avenues. So nutritionally, spiritually, humans are extremists. It's so scary. you're going to meet people who it's are like, scary. well, I can't come to church every day and serve and read it. Okay. But because let's just do one degree it. at a time. One thing, mm-hmm. one let's step say at a time. you just used an old saying. So you do eat an it, element yeah, one, one bite, bite at a time, time. not right. one big gulp. Right. So do you what know, you if can. any of this overwhelms a person that when they're listening, whether they, you know, the Lord asks them to lean in to the spiritual side, the nutritional side, maybe both. Baby steps matter. Yeah. So I will teach my patients your trajectory to your healing it can go as slow as or as fast as as you want. And if you're bringing the Lord into it, he's going to give you the discernment on mm-hmm. which direction. And, he, you know, he can he can catapult you. Right. There's so many scriptures at about sharpened start. arrows. At and, least you know, start. Yeah. If you yes, refuse starting. to start, you're not going to get Just anywhere. Standing in you, your you own know, way. one degree, a one degree direction change on a ship's rudder can ma- matter hundreds of miles by the time they get to the destination on the other end of the ocean. At least you're starting something. Start doing something. Don't just say, well, no, I don't need church. No, I don't need God's word. I'm uh, God's blessing me. I'm saved. I'm going to just live my life my own way. You can't live your life on your own terms and expect God to bless that. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it. We're, we're nearing our end well, here. I do, so. I do want to have to ask this question because I usually ask this to my suppliers. So I'm going to have to ask Dr. Amber. I've never asked her before. What's the strangest thing you've ever heard? Like he talked about the Diet Coke and candy bar. What is the strangest oh thing you've ever that heard? That was probably the strangest thing that, she heard I right mean, there. That's, that's <laughs> up <Before> there. <laughs> um, oh. oh, gosh. Okay. Let me see. This might, this might be an awkward pause, but I'm sure there's one. <laughs> Things that frustrate me are definitely when I meet patients who are taking, this isn't going to be as fun as the candy bar and soda, but they're taking particular medications to solve something that's completely like has nothing to do like they're using a medication that's branded one way for like because their toenail has fungus or something so off the wall i'm like why are you what yeah like why are we why are we going that direction a a lot of people in the christian walk don't they want to credit themselves with a good thing they think they're doing that should should work Mm. Well, well, Ray, I, I helped an old lady across the street one time. God must really love me. I'm sure I'm going to heaven. What, what has that got to do, you know, helping somebody? It's, it's a kind gesture, but what has that got to do with this? You know, People buy, try to buy God all the time by giving it to the church. I've, I've listened to those people. They buy God. They yeah. try to buy God. And I'm like, oh. mm, you, you can't buy Here's him. one. Okay. Here's one I thought of. Okay, so um, I can't actually tell you. I mean, maybe reason would tell us, yeah, this probably would would work but i have heard that some people will try to do their own parasite cleanse oh, with no. using turpentine <gasps> no and so like, like I'm, I'm telling it? you ingesting a tablespoon oh, or two Lord. at a time to use turpentine oh my gosh oh, that sounds like it burn so, your intestines that's, like, that's a stripper right f- isn't that yes, a paint yes. stripper it is a paint stripper or they're trying to figure thinner. it out themselves and so, who, yeah, paint thinner. Thank you. Who okay. in their right mind thought turpentine's a great and idea? So what I said was, well, well, not to, what I said at the beginning of this is, well, I guess reason might tell you that would work, but what the heck else is that's, that doing? Well, you might as well Wait, be an the alcoholic difference. then. Holy so, I mean, moly. if that's, the alcohol kills germs, I might as well drink a bunch of beer all day and it'll make me healthy, right? right. That's the difference between wisdom and knowledge. You yes. might have knowledge, but you've got to know what to do with to it. And that's wisdom. wisdom. On it. <laughs> put a little wisdom on it. So I don't, and, um, I think it just shocked me to hear that once well, or yeah. twice over the years. Oh my gosh, and more than once. That's not to say sometimes people find some home remedies like 
you can pretty people's claim to use apple cider vinegar to cure yeah. just about everything. But there's a big difference <laughs> yes. between apple cider vinegar and a paint yeah. thinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I can drink apple cider vinegar. I, I drink that stuff. Well, guys, we've covered a lot oh of territory, gosh. and this has been a lot of fun, but we just want you to live well. Friends, go to justlivewell.com because we just want you to live well spiritually and physically. No more excuses. No more, well, I'm doing it part way. Hey, guys, this is a discipline. Jump in. Get all the way in. Like I said, my wife would not tolerate it. She wouldn't be good with it. If I said, well, I'm, I'm with you one night a week. No, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All in or nothing. So, friends, this is all in. Come on, push all your chips in. Let's go. Watch what the Lord does. And so at this point, I want to talk about the gospel message for those of you who may not be a believer. You're thinking Christianity is just this religious thing. It's not. It's real. God really wants to be involved in your life. And I always give everybody the opportunity to share the gospel in their own words. Anna, how can somebody be saved? You first have to recognize you're a sinner. Because if you don't recognize you're a sinner, you have to confess and know that you are a sinner. Because if you don't recognize that, and I hear that, especially with, um, especially with children, because they have such a good home life, and they have so much going for them, and they, they, everything's, their needs are met, they have a hard time realizing that they sin. So the first thing we have to do is recognize that we sin. Then we have to recognize the fact that we have this debt to pay, because the wages of sin is death. What do we do? So once we recognize we're sinners, then we have to recognize that we need that debt paid. So we have to recognize that Jesus came to pay pay that debt. What we could not, not afford. Yeah. And not only that, but it wasn't just paying our debt for our sins, but he gave us a new life by raising from the dead. Amen. So that's why we have to confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that we raised from the dead. And you just quoted Romans 10 verse 9. nine. Friends, saved. we gave you a lot of information today, and we're not telling you you have to figure it all out. What we're trying to say is you don't have to figure it all out. There's plenty of knowledge from people who know that can say, here's what you want to do. Just listen to them. Friends, Jesus died on the cross for you and made the way of life for you. You don't have to figure it out. In fact, you can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Let him deal with it. Dr. Amber? How can somebody be saved in Jesus Christ? I'm going to have to echo Anna first about the admitting the sin, mm-hmm. because can we just normalize that, the, the yeah. repentance? Can we just normalize that, like, I'm not on a different standard because I'm already saved and you're not. We, right. Like, you, you have the ability to admit that you're a sinner and repent and then confess your faith, which is a very simple you know, in, in kids' men, you'll hear it teach or t- teach taught as the ABCs: admit that you're a sinner, believe in Jesus, and confess your faith. But sometimes you can, you know, I even think admitting that you're a sinner sometimes can make it condemnation. Con- like, so you can't skip; you can't just admit that you're a sinner without believing in Jesus, because right. that's a right. Then you might stay stuck. Like that might. That might that doesn't do it. You gotta you gotta bring Jesus in. You really need to believe that Jesus is the Otherwise, Son of God. Otherwise, you're like I'm a sinner, and that's it. It's like I have dirty right. clothes, but what I'm do unworthy. I do with those dirty clothes? I'm yeah. unworthy. Yeah. You need those new fresh clothes. Exactly. You, need to be you wash again. all the laundry, not just a couple of socks, and yeah, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Right. But you got to go all the way. So, friends, we're here to tell you there's salvation in Jesus Christ. You don't have to figure it out. You can't. We can't afford it. That's why He paid for it. He took care of it all. He's just asking you to listen. That's all we're saying. For those of you out there, you're like, oh, I'm at my end. I've got to have this. Uh, I'm going to lead you in prayer here in just a second. But there's also some of you out there. You're like, no, I don't need this. I'm fine. I'm fine right now. 
Well, you may not have gotten down to that end yet where you're ready to confess. You're you're not like that aching patient that comes to the doctor. I, I'm hurting so bad. I can't take this anymore. Maybe it'll take you a little time to get there. I pray it, get, it comes around quick because you don't have any guarantees you'll be here tomorrow. So I'm I'm urging you to hear what I'm about to tell you. And it's a simple prayer as this. And you can get saved right where you're at right now, listening in your car or on your headphones, whatever you're doing, however you're hearing me, you can get saved right now by doing this. Say, Father God, I realize I'm a sinner. Oh, did I mess up? I messed up so bad and I have tried to fix it and my best has never been able to fix it yet. I have to turn it over to you. Take over, Lord. Jesus, you are now my Lord. I realize you died for my penalty. You paid the price I couldn't afford. And you also was risen from the dead. You raised from the dead too, so that I can raise with you. I want that. And I understand you offered as a free gift. I accept you. I take you up on that. Thank you, Lord. Take over. I'm done. I'm done with my life. Give me a new one. It's yours. I I accept you. I believe in you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Guys, it's as simple as that. I didn't get over theological about it. I just kind of gave you a simple uh, prayer to pray. And if you gave your life to the Lord just now, you just got saved. Even if you're not in a church, no special ceremony. Mm-hmm. But now, did you mean it? Did you really mean what you said? All right, let's commit to this and let's go all in and see what the Lord does with your life. He'll change it dramatically. It'll be great. Friends, if you just got saved, I'd like for you to go to setforliferadio.com. Drop me a line. Let me know what happened with you. Also, if you want to go to justlivewell.com and you want to, if you got some things you want to deal with uh, to see Dr. Amber, go check them out at justlivewell.com because we just want you to live well. You are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you. Do you all agree? Yes. And if if any of the ladies are listening for Modern Day Abigails, because I think you're going to put it on there. It's also going to go on moderndayabigails.com. Yes. That's my wife's podcast. Do you have anything you want to say that hasn't been touched? I I, No. I (laughs) I just feel like, although when you were just praying, I was realizing, you know, how... When you're asked a question, you can be so systematic with how you're answering it. So, um, and I think on the other side of salvation, it might be easy to say when you're trying to teach someone, let me, well, here's the logistics of being saved. But when you were praying, I was remembering, maybe the Lord reminded me what it felt like for for me to be saved. And I thought, you know what? I didn't, I didn't sit down and logically say, okay, someone taught me these three things. Now let me follow them in order. Do you know what I did? I was at a church service, which we we're churchgoers, but I know the pivotal moment that I was saved. And I was so overcome with emotion that I, I think I really was, I, I was, I just said, yes, I want you. I want it's you. It's that easy, guys. And it changed it's that my simple. life. Yeah. I was out of daycare when the Lord said, I got my attention. And I remember just going, I don't like my life. I don't want it. I'm nothing but an ant that's squishable. And he goes, but through Christ, you're everything. And I want you can have my life, Lord. You can have it now. Take it. That yeah. was my whole prayer. Take it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't there, want it. There's not a, some religious craziness yeah. that we have to do for you in front of people in a church. We're not going to make you do jumping jacks and, and, and chant these things. And, there's it, no right way. It's if, just like if right, you just right. said, your heart. Here's the gospel. It's a heart posture. Here's the gospel, guys. Father, I sinned. I messed up. Lord, you paid for my forgiveness, and I give you my life, Jesus. Amen. That's it. That's the gospel right there. Mm. I gave it to you as cut and dried as I can give it to you, very simply. And we just want you to live well, guys. Give your life to Jesus. Amen. 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 
Are we, are we done? I don't that's know. Good. You got anything? That's good. <laughs> anything else? Okay. That's it. Thank you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.